Alright, shut up! You're listening to Hostage Radio, brought to you by Adobe Radio and Nice Guy Digital. I'm your host, Denny LeClaire, and for the next hour, you're my hostage. Today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different. This is the very first of what hopefully will turn into several artist choice episodes so in other words today's playlist actually doesn't come from me it comes from an artist i was able to have a conversation with an artist just recently and that person was sebastian from none other than simple plan so let me start this episode out by giving a very honest thank you to Adobe Radio for allowing this to happen. Not only have they graced me with the opportunity to have a show, but they allowed me to do something that I've wanted to do since I was a kid, and that is go to Warp Tour and be able to talk with the bands. My first Warp Tour was in 1998, and that experience was, I mean, just picture your dream concert well in 1998 that was my dream concert i mean there was like a dozen bands that were like in my favorite list of all-time bands um i've actually got the list in front of me here and in 98 just real quickly or just this is just the headliners you got bad religion rancid no effects the specials unwritten law the living end hepcats mxpx voodoo glow skulls no use for a name less than jake and that's just a quick list off the top It was like an unbelievable concert if you were into punk rock in the 90s. And ever since then, Warp Tour has kind of had this special place for me. As I've gotten older, I've been less familiar with some of the bands, but it's always kind of been this special summer tour. And I've always wanted to just kind of go around wherever I wanted. And thank you to Sebastian and Adobe for allowing this to happen, especially since if you're not aware, this year is the very last year of the Warp Tour. So going into this, uh, I knew I was going to be able to sit down and have a conversation with him about music. And I was thinking, you know, if, if you listen to Adobe, then no doubt do you already know about Seb because he has his own show, which is like one of the best shows Adobe has. It's the Man of the Hour show. And no doubt, you already know about his music if you're into the pop-punk genre. Simple Plan is a huge talent. And so what do you talk to Sebastian about that uh, could be new and interesting to a listener? Well, what I thought of was, if I was related to my show, well, I love to share music with people. I like to show show people music they haven't heard, maybe, or uh, just kind of share a... Uh, a common appreciation for a band. Well, no doubt, 
Sebastian as an artist loves music. If he didn't, uh, you know, he'd be something else. This is not an easy life for somebody to try to become uh, a professional artist. And so I thought, you know, well, why don't we just talk about music and uh, see if the questions can lead to a playlist that we can use and uh, share with people. So tonight's playlist actually comes from a line of questioning that I had while sitting down with, uh, with Seb. So the first thing I asked him is, I've already told you my first year was in 1998. So what was Seb's first year? 1995, which is really cool because that's when it started. And he was able to go when this tour first started over two decades ago, which is just unbelievable. And so the first question I had for him was related to the excitement that I had about my first year. In 1995, what band was Seb excited to see? And the answer is this band. So this band is Lagwagon, and um, we've already played them on a Hostage Radio episode. We played them in the 1994 episode, which is cool because it actually relates to uh, Seb's answer. 1995 was the first year that he saw them. Well, they had an album come out in 95, but it wasn't until the fall. So in 1995's Summer Warp Tour, this album was their most recent album. So this would be uh, a lot of the tracks they'd be playing were off of this album, which is trashed which is awesome i mean this was part of the reason 1994 was such a big year for punk rock is because of epic punk rock albums just like this one So if 1995 was his first year, I wanted to know what year was his favorite lineup? In other words, what year was just 
packed full of bands that he was into. And funny thing, it was the same year. Um, I brought these, I brought a flyer from every year for Warp Tour so we could kind of look at them and see, you know, and seeing that flyer kind of jogs your memory about, oh yeah, I remember that year. Well, he stuck with 1995 and another band that Seb is really a fan of is another band that I really like. And this band is Face to Face. this song this is disconnected and disconnected i feel like is a face-to-face staple there's several different recordings of this song it was on their first album and and this particular version comes from their second album which uh, happens to be my favorite probably to this day album of face-to-face which is big choice and it just got re-recorded a lot and it just it's the song when you see them live that everybody's waiting to hear and it's just really cool. you know the idea behind Hostage Radio, it's because I liked sharing music with my younger sister when she was growing up. And uh, she thought it might be a good idea to 
continue sharing music with other people. And that's the cool thing about sharing music. When you talk to somebody, when you sit down with somebody and talk to them about music, sometimes you find stuff that you'd never heard of. And then there's actually two artists that I had never heard of that uh, Sebastian had brought up. This is the first one. And the question that brought on this band was, uh, was there ever a band that you discovered for the first time at a Warped Tour? So did you walk around you know, the different stages and hear a band and listen to them for the first time and then become a fan of them? And his answer was this band. This band is called Shades of Culture. cool that he gave that answer because it's a hip-hop group and especially in the early days i mean it's maybe not as much of a deal now hip-hop in in uh the warp tour was not nearly as prevalent as uh punk rock um i remember the first time i heard hip-hop at warp tour was eminem and nobody was really a fan of him he was just kind of getting started he had a i think he had maybe the one single out um, but he was nowhere near what he became and uh, it's just kind of cool to see other types of music find their way into this tour. Another cool thing about this group, um, I looked into them a little bit, and the sound reminds me of a group called Jurassic 5 for some reason, but I like them, so that's a good thing. Uh, but they toured with some unexpected groups, like the Bad Brains, which kind of blew my mind because... Uh, they're, I mean, if you don't know them, they're this East Coast, uh, like, 80s hardcore band, which is great, but kind of an odd fit. Uh, and then, like, SNFU and 10 Foot Pole and just kind of like this uh, punk rock uh, sound. So it's kind of cool that they went on tour with them. Uh, and then I looked a little bit deeper, and I told you they remind me of Jurassic 5. They also toured at one point with Jurassic 5. Like meteors landing deep within the core of the 514. 
I can tell you from experience going to Warp Tour is awesome. It's a lot of fun, but I can't tell you anything about what it feels like to play at Warp Tour. But you know who can? Sebastian. So I asked him, what song sticks out? What simple plan song sticks out in your mind as the moment that just felt awesome? Because I would imagine playing your own songs for people and having them get into it and just really feel it has got to be the greatest feeling. So what song from Simple Plan made him feel that way? And that song, you probably already are going to know this one. It is The Worst Day Ever. Ringing, I need to spend an hour snoozing Cause I don't think I'm gonna make it I punch in, I'm still sleeping Watch the clock, but it's not moving Cause every day is never ending I need to work, I'm always bending And I feel like I'm living the worst day first Simple Plan album, which was no pads, no helmets, just balls. And I remember when that album came out, Simple Plan blew up. And I can tell you, the four or five tracks on there that I can tell you, I heard all the time on the radio and I heard all the time on MTV and they were everywhere. So why did he pick this song? He said the reason he picked this song is this song was actually on the demo. And so when they played Warped Tour for the first time, they were kind of just getting started in their career. But people knew this song because it was in the demo. And so when they were on that stage at Warped Tour, the crowd was singing the song back. And that's pretty cool.
I told you there was two groups that I had never heard before talking with Sebastian. We now get to hear the second. Don Bronco, never heard of them, and they're awesome. And I would have never heard them had I not had a conversation with him. So this song is the one that I keep playing over and over again. This song is called Technology. a couple reasons I like this song a lot. There is a whole mixture of different sounds in here that you don't often hear going together. In the verse there, there's an acoustic guitar. If you pay real close attention, you can hear that. You have electronic sounds in there, and you have this vocal track that is just kind of sung like in a, in a pop format. And then you have this like nasty, dirty, deep guitar sound it's really deep it sounds like maybe even it's uh, detuned a little bit and it just sounds so grungy and awesome and everything together when you put all of these things together it comes out with a really really cool sound and when i was talking about him he said that don Rocco in the uk which is where they're from is huge and so when he comes to the state or when they come to the states they're they're not as big they're not as well known and so on this warp tour you know you can get up close and see this band that's huge in europe and it's a really cool thing if you can see a band that's huge on a small stage it's the coolest thing ever because uh you know when they get bigger when they get real big um you you kind of have this barrier between you and the artist you can't get right up in it and feel the energy as well as you could in a in a bigger venue and so if you haven't seen these guys, and if you plan on going to Warp Tour, I highly suggest checking these guys out. And had I known about them, you better believe I would have been at their stage. 
I was very happy to be able to sit down with Sebastian and talk to him about music. But I wanted to know, was there a band that was on this tour that he wanted to meet but didn't get a chance to? This was his answer. She said, thanks but I'm broken I guess you must have misspoken What a laugh, I've never been chosen by anyone She was barely a teen, hanging out in between Just a part of the scene With mercurial smile and incurable style She was only a dream How's that? He didn't know a thing about Making love to the kind of girl you read about He said, I'm bound to be broken My daddy bet that I'd amount to nothing He won't let anybody show him anything He was a troubled child Had been down for a while Always kept to himself No, she couldn't defend He only wanted a friend Now he's made something else It's so sad No one saw it coming The paper said that he hit the ground running Oh yeah, I know I'm not broken A little cracked, but still I'm not broken I wanna laugh, but I think that I'm choking on reality In the world of punk rock, I don't know if there is a bigger icon than Bad Religion. These guys are amazing. They've been around forever, and they are just always solid. And I picked a track off of this album. This song is called Broken. The reason I picked something from this album is I told you, you know, growing up with my sister, I liked to show her music and try to get her into stuff that I liked and make her appreciate music and try to be a little cooler. Well, I knew what I was doing was working when down the hall from my bedroom, I could hear her playing this album, The Process of Belief. There is no such thing as human debris. Oh yeah, I know I'm not broken. A little cracked, but that I'm not to nothing. I wanna laugh, I'm not joking. cool thing about hearing that album coming out of my sister's room is it wasn't mine. I didn't get it for her. In fact, I didn't even own that album yet. When it came out, she went out and she got it. And then I heard her playing it and I was jealous and I had to borrow her album. That's when I was proud. So my next question I asked Seb was, who was the best performer that you saw on a work tour? And that's a tough question because I mean it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people I mean you could say this band was so tight it sounded like I was listening to them you know right off the album or this band had the crowd just eating out of the palm of their hands or you know these guys were really funny well he went with a band that was funny this band is called Bowling for Soup and the song 1985 
been out the door when she turned 24 Only been with one man, what happened to her plan? She was gonna be an actress, she was gonna be a star She was gonna shake her ass on the hood of White Snake's car Her yellow SUV is now the enemy Looks at her average life and nothing thing about this song is it's just fun. I remember hearing the song a lot when it came out and it's just kind of fun to sing and everybody can get into it. And that's kind of one of the things about a great performance. Sometimes fun is the great performance and a band like this is just straight up fun. I remember just at this warp Tour I went to uh, a little over a week ago, I saw somebody with a Bowling for Soup shirt and on the back of the shirt, it said the greatest pop punk band ever in really big print. And then if you look kind of close, it says next to, uh, it said like the greatest or the ninth greatest pop punk band ever. And it just kind of that tongue in cheek goes right along with all their songs and they're just fun. And if you're sitting there watching these guys, you can't help but smile. And I, I've been to shows like that before where it's just fun and you're just happy and you leave with this smile that you just can't get off of your face and it really makes for a good show that band wasn't the only answer he gave me as to a great performer that he saw at Warp Tour another one he gave me was this band and no doubt the answer for this being a great performer is because they are incredibly tight when you see them live. This band is Thrice.
mentioned Thrice, and then he said that his favorite album was The Artist in the Ambulance, and it kind of led into something that he, a point that he brought up to me, and it's, it's very obvious, but I'd never really thought about it or put it into words. He said that the, the album that gets you into a band ends up becoming your favorite album by that band, and it's true. I've thought about it. I've thought about it a, a ton. Every band that I love, the first album that I heard that got me into them is still my favorite album. And it's just a really interesting observation. Uh, Rancid, one of my favorite bands, How Come the Wolves is my favorite all-time album of them ever. Um, I mean, even if I was looking at Simple Plan, uh, No Pad, No Helmets, Just Balls is is easily my favorite. Um, I mean, Lagwagon, the first track we played tonight. Trashed is my favorite. It's just a really interesting thing. Artist in the Ambulance is the first album I ever heard by Thrice, and it's still my favorite. This song really got me into them because coming up right here is a little bit of double bass, and I am a sucker for double bass. Well, what's up with just I asked Seb if he ever experienced something that a lot of Warped Tour fans experience. Two bands you really want to see are playing at the same time, or if not at the same time, one right after the other on different stages, and it makes it really hard to get from the front of one stage over to the other stage, you know, immediately, because if they're two stages next to each other, that's one ends and the other one fires up their set right away. And I've experienced that. I've had a hard time and I had to make these hard calls. Well, oh, you know, do I want to see this band? Uh, I haven't seen this band before or anyways, he said he didn't really experience that, but he kind of altered the question and he said he would have a hard time if there was two bands playing and he knew they were going to play a set uh, doing an, an album basically. And that's kind of something that's happened over the last few years where bands will go on tour and they'll play an album in order, uh, kind of like a celebration of, you know, 20 years or or whatever. The two albums that he said would be really hard to decide which band to go see was Jimmy World's Clarity and this band.
So of course this is Blink-182's Enema of the State, which was, I mean, the, a great album. Start to finish, this album's fantastic. This is the first track on the album. This is Dumpweed. And I love how it picks up and just does that double time for the course. And it just really, really gets you going. It's really good. And this is when they brought in Travis Barker and really became the Blink that they are now. another band that Seb discovered for the first time at a Warp Tour. And Warp Tour is the first place I ever saw this band perform. This band comes out of Utah and they're called The Used. Is it what the can you even hear me? Standing with your spotlight on me. Not enough to feed the hungry. listened to this show before and you happen to have heard the show where we talked about spin-off groups from the band Rancid. We've played the used before. We played a track called A Box of Sharp Objects. And the reason we played it is because the drummer, the original drummer, the drummer on this song, Brandon Steinekart, is uh, in Rancid now. And I remember seeing him play for the first time uh, on a warp tour and they were touring after this album. And I saw him drumming. And the thing that I noticed over everything else was he was wearing a Rancid shirt. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. These guys like Rancid. And um, when Rancid announced that they would be uh, losing Brett Reed and replacing them with a new drummer and announced that it would be him, it was kind of cool to know that he had been a fan of this band for a long time. And... uh, not just another drummer that was filling in, but a real fan. And I saw that at a warp tour. So here I am, it's in my hands. Then I'll save 
I really love the used. I feel like Bert is one of those singers who just has that great ability to use his voice as this wonderful instrument of screaming and singing and have it all come together. And a lot of the times, Bert just sounds like his voice is ready to just break and he pushes it really hard and it comes out awesome in the tracks. Like it just sounds really, really good because I feel like when vocals are being pushed that hard, it's a lot about the passion in the music rather than just the ability to hit this or that note. It's the emotion and the passion that you put into your music. And I feel like that counts every bit, if not more, than your talent of hitting different notes. Unfortunately, we are now out of time. I had a couple of tracks more that I was going to play, but I went on rambling a little bit too much in the in-betweens there, which is because I was excited about today. Uh, like I said, I wanted to go and talk to bands at a warp Tour since I was a teenager. And I just got to do that. And it was so cool. And so thank you to Adobe for setting that up for me. And thank you to Seb for giving me his time. It was really, really cool to sit down and just have a casual chat about music and bands that he likes and that I like. And he really lives up to the Canadian impression of just wonderful people, super nice, really polite. And it was great to just sit and chat with him. And the cool thing was when that was over, about an hour later, I got to see him on stage. I got to see him go to work and do his job. And it was awesome because I saw him come out and kind of work up the crowd and play all these tracks that I was so familiar with from when I was growing up. And it was just a really, really cool experience to do that. So thank you to Seb and Adobe for that. And don't forget, it's not just Simple Plan that Seb's involved in. You can also check him out on Adobe. He's got a show called Man of the Hour. And I'm sure you already know about it because it's one of the greatest shows on Adobe Radio. And if you don't, then what are you doing? You need to check out that show. And if you want to go back and check out old ones, it's super easy because you can check it out on Adobe on their podcast stuff or just in the Apple podcast app or wherever. I mean, it's real easy, but it's a great show. They have great music. He's a great person. So do yourself a favor and take care of that. Thank you so much for listening to Hostage Radio. I really hope you enjoyed that. That is the first of hopefully what turns into many Artist Choice episodes. And it was really cool because I love that playlist and I didn't come up with it. Well, I may have picked a few songs here and there, but the bands and the basic structure came from somebody else, which is awesome because we share a appreciation for similar music and I still learned about two new bands I had never heard of, which is awesome. And I hope that you learned about some new groups tonight and you can apply that and add that to your playlist, which brings up a point. Don't forget about the Hostage Radio Spotify account. You can catch it at the at Hostage Radio Twitter account. There's always a link there, and you can check that out later. So once again, you've been listening to Hostage Radio. I'm Denny LeClaire, and I'll see you guys next week. You're not alone.